Hello everyone, this is Brooke and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in Southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So it's been a while. I'm not even going to apologize because I keep saying I'm going to change things and I never do. So basically the podcasts are just going to happen when they happen. <laughs> um, if they happen. No, I, I'm, I'm going to... I love doing podcasts. Um, I just need to, I need more time in my day and I don't know how to fix that particular problem. But anyway, I thought I would start the new year off by giving you guys a rundown, a report, a summary of how the 2023 season went. So, you know, every gardening season is different. Um, some things you've done in the past may not work. You, you know, there's new weather conditions and, uh, past issues and all kinds of things. It's just constantly changing. And so some, it's good to reflect. Um, and I like to have a record of these things because, you know, in future years, you know, I do sometimes go back and re-listen to see what I said about certain things, uh, during, from prior seasons. So first things first, let's start off with the weather because our weather patterns are shifting. And so it's becoming increasingly difficult to predict how everything is going to go now. So one thing that was very different last year is that we had two extraordinarily cold nights. I'm not talking about the polar vortexes where we get into the teens. I'm talking about we had two nights where the temperatures got into single digits. Uh, the first time was three degrees and the second time was four degrees. And I'm sure you guys can imagine that uh, it did cause some damage to some things, uh, especially like, for example, the chrysanthemums. They survived the first three degree night, but the four degree night kind of did a lot of them in. It's never it's never, I, well, I'm sure it probably has just, I don't remember it ever being so cold. It was really, really bad. Like, um, even my heat was hard pressed to keep up. Like in the back part of my house, I was, you know, doing wood, you know, I was using the wood burning stove and everything and trying to keep the house up to a certain temperature was a problem. Also, I started my wood burning stove a lot later that day than I should because I got busy at work. Um, cause it, what happened was the temperature was really warm during the day and then it just dropped overnight. If I hit the next time we had the four degree night, I actually, I think I started the wood burning stove like three in the afternoon and I got it so hot in here that once the temperature cooled down at night, even though it was pretty cold, you know, it was still, even though the temperature in in the back part of the house actually went down, you know, because I had had it so hot. I think I was, I was in like the high seventies by the time it was all said and done. I think it was down to like 72, which is very comfortable. Um, but aside from that, it was a fairly mild winter and we did have, um, and oh, it was very dry. That was the other thing. We got very little snow and we got like no rain at all. And the other thing is that our spring did start a little early. We had an earlier warm up in like March. So I was able to start getting out and doing things in March. And we did have a nice long spring. I think we did, we did get more rain. We definitely did because now that I think about it, I remember in, I guess the 2000, 22 winter, I had thrown some 
poppy seeds out and none of them germinated because of the water, no water. But then this year with all, with the rain that we had, I had all these poppies springing up. And so that was a really, really nice surprise. And so it was a nice longer spring. Uh, the seed starting went well. My biggest success was with Lysianthus. I figured out what the issue is and I, I will definitely do a YouTube video to go into more detail because I know more people watch the videos and necessarily listen to the podcast. But um, the issue I had with Lysianthus really was temperature. And so this past year, I got a plug-in thermostat for my heating mat and I set the temperature at 75 degrees and they came up within a week. And guys, it wasn't a fluke. I've already started some Lysianthus, did a 75 degree thing. And once again, in a week, they started coming up and I uh, have a lot, I actually have another set of Lysianthus. I'm going to start this week, um, today actually. So I ended up with over a thousand seedlings. I got them all planted and they were very beautiful. Um, they were beautiful. The, well, I'll save that part for the next section. Um, I started a lot of stuff. I started things early. I Okay, so I got behind on planting last year because I created some new, uh, was creating new vegetable garden and trying to get the the containers in and, you know, drilled and that sort of thing. I only have, I would say, I need to get like three more um, and then I should be, I, then I'll be done. Well, for right now, I mean, eventually will I expand probably, but not right now. Um, but now that everything's already done and in place, you know, when it comes to planting, I just have to, for example, add more compost and refresh the compost and put a little sand in there, you know, to keep everything loose and then plant up. So it'll be a lot easier to get things planted. So the parterre garden, let's talk about that. So this was the third year of the parterre garden and things really hit their stride, particularly with the perennials. Um, the peonies, like this year, I mean, don't get me wrong, my peonies actually did really well in their second year. Um, I found some companies that sold the roots in, in um, they sold larger roots with more eyes. And so because of that, they, you do get a bloom. So I got, you know, so the first year a lot of them, I only got like a single bloom, but then the second year for a lot of them, I got, you know, a decent amount of bloom, but this year, oh man, I mean, well, let me talk about the standout. So first off, do tell. Do tell peony was telling the news. So the one that I had planted, I had at least 20 blooms on it. It was just covered. It was absolutely glorious. I, I'm so glad I have that one. It is a peony that if you guys ever get an ability to get your hands on, definitely do so. And more on, because I'm probably going to get some for... The new business, but that's another, <laughs> that's a later, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm trying not to rush ahead. Uh, then I had one of the pink section called Jules, uh, uh, dessert. Wow. I planted the two of them a little too close together because this year they got so big, they merged into one huge bush. It was absolutely glorious. The flowers on them were, were massive. I mean, I, you know, I didn't cut any to go inside. I should have, but it was, I mean, it was, it was absolutely beautiful. It, it was just, I was so happy with that. And 
I can't wait to see what they're going to do next year because peonies are one of those things. They just get better with time. Then the green halo peony in my grandfather's um, memorial garden bloomed. And boy, I was really impressed because the one that was the front and center, you know, I didn't get a single bloom on any of them. I think two of them bloomed, two of the two of the peonies bloomed. I think the other one didn't, or maybe if it did, it only had one, but they didn't do anything. And part of it, it was that I got the green halo peony from Eden's brother. So it was a very small root. Um, it wasn't already a blooming size root. So I had to wait, but man, when, so usually when that happens, once it starts blooming, it's really like maybe one or two. That is not what happened. I guess it was, you know, when it bloomed, oh man, I mean, it was tons of blooms on them. I was really surprised that they did that well on their first year of blooming. I really was expecting maybe, ooh, I don't know, maybe three or four blooms on them. Because I mean, you know, the, the leaf canopy on it, you know, the leafy part was, had, was getting bigger every year, but I did not expect to have like 12 blooms like that in its first year. So I'm really excited to see how that, that one's going to do. But here's the one thing. I think that might've been mislabeled. I'm not sure if that was really green halo because to me, it looks more like green lotus and don't get me wrong. I, I like green lotus too. It's just that Green halo to me seemed to be more of a traditional, like, um, as you say, almost like a bomb flowering type of peony, whereas green halo had a very unique shape and the shape of it looked more like green halo. Now that said, I know that with peonies, sometimes the first time they bloom, they don't have their final form. So I'll see how it does. But the other thing is, I thought I kind of saw a little a tint, hints of pink in it, which is definitely not um, Green Lotus. Interestingly enough, when I've gone back to Eden Brothers because I wanted to get some more, the next year I saw Green Lotus. I've never seen Green Halo. So I'm just wondering if they mislabeled it on their website. So like I said, it doesn't matter. I love it either way. It's just that I was expecting Green Halo. I thought I had both Green Halo and uh, green lotus, but it looks like I have a lot of green lotus. So I probably will get some green, you know, I do actually, you know what? I think I might be able to get some green halo from Paxton Hill Farm or was that green lotus? I can't remember, but I know they have one of them. So that's something that, I don't know, I'll probably get, you know, the green halo if that's not what I have, because I just like you know me, I like having a huge collection, so it's not really a big deal. So um, this year I tried out some Hort Nova netting and I was very impressed. It worked very well. It kept things upright. Uh, this year I didn't have the issue that I typically do at the end of the summer where everything has fallen into the walkways and basically I have a foot wide walkway. Um, everything stayed more upright. Uh, well, are there things I'll change? Yeah, there, there are. Uh, for example, this year, I think I, I, you definitely use some like the, the green, like fiberglass, like the faux bamboo stakes. And I use some of the, these like a cheap plastic push-in stakes. They worked okay, but I'm going to get the U-posts because I think the U-posts are going to be 
a lot stronger. They are a lot stronger. And especially with how heavy everything gets, I really need something to make sure that they stay upright. Um, so definitely I'm going to put more of that up. I'm going to put it out throughout the entire garden. I think what I may do is I'll have the first level at 12 inches. Um, because one thing I noticed is that some of the things started falling before the 12 inches. So I had to kind of go in and like straighten them up. So if I think I've, if I put the first level of netting at 12 inches and maybe the second level of netting at like 24 inches, I think that'll probably work a lot better and I will, yeah, I'll just keep everything a, a more upright than it was before because I still did have some leaning. And obviously the stronger you post, because some of the you posts were leaning, excuse me, some of the stakes I used were leaning. And I think by using the you posts, which are stronger, um, you know, the plants won't be able to, won't be pulling against that. Oh, so then let's talk about bearded irises. Oh man, so bearded irises, that was quite a year for the bearded irises. So with the bearded irises, I think, so when I planted those, some of the ones in the pink section came up, I think, I think I planted them fall of 2020. Oh, wait, hold on. When did I plant those? I guess I planted some of those fall of 2021. And so in 2022, they did come up. Now, the ones that I planted in fall of 2021 that were in the red section, and some of the, even the ones in the yellow section, they didn't do anything. And, um... And so the ones in the pink section, you know, they did just as well, but the ones in the red section, oh man, number one, they got bigger. A lot of them sent out more than one stalk. And so they bloomed and some of them were mislabeled. I, I was supposed to have, I think, redneck girl and raptor red. And one of them, and both of those are solid colors, but one of the ones ended up being a bicolor that had like this tan, um, it was like a, it was like a tan taupe, not taupe, a tan top and like a purple, it was absolutely gorgeous. And I don't even know, it looks like a sarsaparilla, but you, but you know, the problem is that the stamens on the inside are not the same color. So which one is that? I have no idea. One, I think maybe what I'll have to do is see if I can contact like Schneider's irises and see if maybe they can tell me what variety it is. Anyway, it was absolutely gorgeous. And my mom was just like, when you divide that, can I have some? And obviously I'm going to give my mom some, but that was, I would say that that was the standout. So I had a really, really good year with bearded irises. I really need to get some orange ones because that section had none. And I need to put some in the green section too. Um, the ones, let's, oh, Presby's Crown Jewel in the blue section. That bloomed for the first time this year. And that was a gorgeous, that was gorgeous. And then I have this one, I think it's um, full tide. It's a, it's like a sky blue. And that not only did it bloom, it had multiple stalks. And so, yeah, the bearded irises were, you know, they, you know, I had the peonies and then the bearded irises, they were not playing this year. I, I was very, very happy. Um, yeah, the perennials really hit their stride this year. Uh, the other thing were the, um, the Asiatic and some of the oriental lilies I had. And, 
they did really well. A couple of them I inadvertently broke when I was trying to put the Horton Nova netting on, but they showed out, they were big, they had multiple stalks. Some of them were already starting to spread. And so I would have to say in the garden, probably, you know, early spring is like my favorite is like my favorite time because you got the peonies, you got the bearded irises and you know, and then of course you get, got those lilies and they just did amazing. So I was very happy with that. And, um, I, uh, this year with the foxglove, I had a couple, uh, I had the, um, I think it was the sugar plum that bloomed. Those were really, really pretty, but the cafe creme digitalis, even though they say they're perennial, they're really they're really biennial. So it's one of those types of things that I really need to be, I think this year I'll have blooms, but I need to start some indoors so I can keep having that cycle because it's like every other year I'm getting them. So let's talk about uh, vegetables. I had good, I had good success with vegetables. Um, I definitely need to start fewer vegetables. Um, I had, I think, you know, for example, like with the broccoli, I had way too many broccoli plants, way too many, uh, way too many Brussels sprouts. And so I need to go a little bit smaller, way too many tomatoes. Um, I did try some different varieties. I like, you know, I still have not tasted the Sarawa <laughs> I still haven't tasted the green, uh, but I did try a new, um, a new sauce tomato called Jersey Devil. Absolutely like that. Loved it. Um, I tried the honey drop tomato, was not a fan. It was not as good as the sun gold. And I had the spoon tomatoes again, of course. And there were some other ones that I tried. Um, this year, I think I'm just gonna finish off what tomatoes I have. And quite frankly, I think I only might try like one or do one or two tomato plants because a lot of tomatoes dropped in the beds and that sort of thing. And I think I I'm gonna have a lot of volunteers because that was the other thing. Um, I got a tomato plant from the flower show uh, a couple years ago and that thing self-seeded. And so I was constantly pulling up tomato, I was constantly pulling it out. And so I was like, wow, I, I guess tomatoes, you can winter sow those. Definitely you can winter sow them. Um, because they came, they self-seeded. And so I'm going to hold off. The only thing I think I'm really going to plant is I definitely want more of the Jersey, um, the Jersey, um, devil tomatoes because I really want to make more, uh, would like to make some sauce. So I'll do that. And maybe I'll do some, uh, Sarawa and just the, uh, the green, the green, and those will be the only three that I do. And I think I'm just going to discipline myself to only do like two. Um, Peppers had an amazing year with peppers. I don't know what it is, but I was like inundated with peppers. My, oh my, they did really, really well. I was, I had, those bushes were covered. Um, I could not keep up with the peppers. And so I got to do better with that next year. Um, actually, I'm kind of wondering if any of those will self-seed. I'm going to start some more, um, but I think, the other thing is I also need to reduce the amount of pepper plants that I grow. I had a really good success with carrots. One bed did better than the other um, because I forgot to, one of the bed was a little too compacted. So I've mixed more sand in it. So it's all prepped for next year. Um, I got some of my blueberry, a lot of my blueberries bushes planted. I think I have like one or two left to plant. 
and I got, I finally got some blueberries. I was watching that bush like a hawk. So I got them this year rather than the birds. So I'm hoping that'll continue. Um, I got my apple tree planted. I did get a single apple, but then it fell off. So I'm hoping this year it will, I'll get a few more on there. Um, and that should be set. But, you know, I had some bug issues. I had a lot of bug issues this year. Um, because the winter was very mild, it didn't kill everything off like it should. I also had rabbit issues because I remember, now that I think about it, some of my seedlings, the rabbits ate. And the rabbits damaged some of my chrysanthemums. So I definitely need, if I'm going to put stuff outside, I definitely feel like I need to have, I don't know, some tables or something raised so that the rabbits can't get to it. Um, and well, actually, you know what? I think I'm going to fence off an, an area in the yard to put stuff and I'll have some like, you know, netting and basically I won't have a gate or anything. It'll just be something that I can step over. So that way the rabbits can't squeeze through. So aside from the rabbits, I had a lot of bug issues, especially in the vegetable garden. Um, certain ones of my crop were completely decimated. I didn't get anything. So I didn't get any broccoli and I didn't get any Brussels sprouts. Um, and that's because, oh, and also I didn't get a single uh, squash. And that's because number one, squash bugs were absolutely horrible, absolutely horrible. And then I had Harlequin bugs. And so, which, and I was really surprised because this year was my first year growing in the vegetable garden in this area. And usually I find like it takes bugs a while to find where you, you grow things. And so seeing how the distance between this vegetable garden and my first one was the distance was so great. I was very surprised that they got this area so quickly. Uh, so a couple of things, number one, um, I'm going to be put using diatomaceous earth for next year. Um, the other thing I'm going to be using Captain Jack's dead bro because neem oil did not work. I did spray things with neem oil. I didn't get anything. So I grew a banana melon. It decimated that. Uh, I got no pumpkins, no squash, no cucumbers. Um, I did get some mini love watermelons later on in the season. And Unfortunately, because of when I got them, I just, it just didn't, the fruit just, I, the fruit just didn't develop. I do, I did find some seeds for that. So I'm going to do that because it's like a personal size watermelon. Um, so I just got to, that part I, I definitely have to improve on. So I had more chrysanthemums. They were doing really well. I love the varieties that I had. Um, and, you know, come fall, it was a nice, it was a nice show. I... My, my garden, the parterre garden is getting crowded. And so with the chrysanthemums, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to change what I do. Um, so I did create a rose garden, which most of you guys know. And of course, right now it's, it's pretty empty and I'm trying not to put the same type of flowers in the rose garden that I had in the parterre. And I'm thinking that in the rose garden, first off, I'm going to have more peonies and different types of peonies, but I also want to have a lot of the chrysanthemums in there because the rose garden, even though the primary flower is rose, I want it to be ha be more of things I do for cut. 
flowers. So I'm going to have designated areas for um, annuals. And um, one of the reasons was this year, the annuals really didn't do that well because the perennials just overtook them. And that can happen. You know, I, I, annuals are great for an early, when you have a very new garden because they fill in quickly and they give you that color, but they do not have the vigor of perennials. And these annuals just could not keep up with the perennials. Um, things that I've grown in the past, like for example, uh, zinnias, which typically did really well. Like the zinnias got, I did get zinnias, but it was very, very late in the season because it just took them a while to kind of get to the point where they could, you know, they could do their thing. So, um, in the rose garden, there's just certain areas I'm just going to mark out as being annuals and I'm just not going to plant any perennials in those areas so that every year I have a designated section where I have my annuals that I can, I can cut from. So, um, yeah. Overall, it's, it was, a, you know, it was a good season. You know, I'm hoping this year we get more um, cold. We're definitely getting a lot more moisture. So that'll be good. Um, I think it, the temperature is supposed to get cold. And so hopefully that'll start killing off some of those bugs. But this year, I'm definitely going to be utilizing more sprays and that sort of thing. Um, I think what I need, what I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to get some like more battery powered, uh, sprayers. I, I was using cobalt, but you know what, with the cobalt, it's like every time I use it one time, like once the charge runs out and I go to recharge it, once I replace, put the battery back in, it never works. Um, and it just doesn't do anything. So I think there's just something wrong I don't think there's something, anything wrong with the battery. I just, I don't know. I, it's So, you know me, I like my Craftsman stuff. So I think I'm going to get some um, Craftsman sprayers because those tend, I think it'll be a lot more reliable. And I think what it is, is I'm just going to have certain things are pre-mixed. And so that way I can go out and just, you know, spray. Uh, one issue, one thing I'm going to work on is I got to find another lawn service company because the one I had didn't return my call. And then the one that I signed up for just didn't do anything. They just, he was just really sloppy. Um, so I need to find a new one of those cause that unfortunately caused a lot of problems because typically I wasn't doing any mowing. I was just, you know, doing working on the garden. So that took up a lot more time than I, you know, it took up more time than I wanted. Um, so anyway, guys, that's how the year went. Um, I have some exciting new things for spring. And so the next few videos will be doing that. Um, as you guys also know, I'm starting my own backyard nursery. I did get a business license. So, um, I'm starting to grow things. The next step for me is going to be to get, um, my nursery inspection. So everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I hope I didn't uh, bore you too much or wasn't too rambling. Um, I'm hoping to get a video up this week. Um, probably for the winter, it'll just be one video a week. And obviously once spring comes, that's when everything starts picking up again. Uh, there's some, you know, exciting new things coming in 2024, obviously, you know, me setting up my uh, nursery, I'm um, getting my inspections, you know, getting my vendor accounts and that sort of thing. And of course, there's also going to be, you know, the collection of plants, which I'll be going over. Um, I'll also be doing, I think I'm going to do a video showing you guys, number one, the best blooms 
of 2023 in my garden. And then I'm going to do a video showing you some of the things that are coming. So for example, like the rose garden, I talked a lot about the roses, but I don't think I actually showed you guys everything that I have and what's going in. I'm sure you guys would really like to see it rather than waiting for me to get around to a video where I, you know, post it. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, the podcast can be found on Podbean. Of course, it can be found on iTunes. I think I'm even in the Google Play Store now as well as... I think I'm on Spotify now. Um, and on top of that, you can see this on YouTube uh, under the podcast list, or you can listen to it on YouTube on the podcast list. And I think that's, I think that's everywhere I am with in terms of the podcast. So if you guys wouldn't mind, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, for those of you guys who knew about the fact that I was starting uh, Peonies, Petals, and Posies, I do have an Instagram. It's Peonies, Petals, Posies. And I am on Facebook. I do have a Facebook um, page. It's Peonies, Pose, uh, Petals, and Posies. And so uh, the Facebook website is probably where I'm going to be showing the hours and my locations. And on Instagram, I'm going to be showing you pretty flowers, you know, the ones that I'm growing, you know, kind of behind the scenes on production, so to speak. And of course, I'm going to do a YouTube video talking business to show you, to tell you guys how I'm approaching this. Because honestly, I don't know if this is going to work. It could be great. It could be a failure. I'm just going to show you how... I'm approaching it. I'm sure some of you guys probably may have some suggestions or, and I'm certainly open to suggestions um, because quite frankly, the way I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do is a little bit different than what a traditional garden center does. And so the traditional approaches really aren't going to work for what I'm looking to do. But you know what? I'm still working my job. So it's not like I quit my day job to go do this. So I imagine this is going to be a slow growth. I don't anticipate that this is going to be, you know, meteoric. I would like, love it if it was, but I, I don't <laughs> anticipate that it will be. So anyway, guys, I will see you around the internet and um, until next time. <laughs>